Welcome in, cronies, to the Manchild Sports Hard Knocks Recap. Here's my best friend, Jay. And boy, Jay, Hard Knocks last night with the Jets. I was so pumped for it, and it exceeded my expectations. I'm sure it did. I literally thought about you the entire time that I was watching that episode. When, when did you watch it? Did you watch it last night? When it I watched it. I watched uh, the first episode of season two of Showtime because I sat down around 830 and I'm like, oh, I can't. I don't want to. So I waited till that was done. So about 930, okay. I watched it. And then I woke up this morning at seven and I watched it again. <laughs> It was so good. <laughs> that is awesome. I got up this morning at like, uh, I don't know, I think I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning. And I was like, I'm going to watch Hard Knocks. I'm going to start my day off right. And oh, man, for not even being a true Jets fan like you, that freaking pumped me up. That was awesome. Let's get right into it. And that show yeah. started with a bang. One of my favorite coaches, probably already as a top, probably the number three coach, my favorite of Jets history behind Parcells and Rex Ryan, but he could grow, is Robert Sala. And it started off right with him. He is a he is a great speaker, if you yes, ever listen is. to him uh, on the microphone to people. But he started off with just a fantastic speech to his team, and you could just, you could just see the team their looks in their eyes uh their body they were all just like they were ready every one of them just ready to run through a wall it was about a an eagle and a crow how the crow is the only bird that will attack an eagle and the eagle doesn't fight back but it will soar keep soaring higher kind of like iron man against his nemesis keep yep. soaring higher till there's no oxygen and the crow will fall to its death basically relating it to Everybody who always puts the Jets down, who always says it's the same old Jets, always trying to find a reason why the Jets aren't going to be good, and they're all going to end up falling because the Jets are going to soar past it. Man. It, oh. it, that was an awesome speech, but I mean, the production value, I don't, I don't know why I expected anything less, but HBO knocked it out of the park filming this. Um, when Aaron, I, it, they literally just let it soak in the Aaron Rodgers moment when he's walking on the field and oh, the yeah. fans are going nuts and they're screaming. It's literally just a practice and they just let it soak in for like a, I think it was like two minutes of him was, walking and the people screaming and it was awesome. And that was his first Jets practice with the fans there. They recorded that. Yep. That was yep, pretty that good. Was, and that was another, fantastic. Another great thing about that is, you know, there was a lot of controversy with the Jets if that they weren't going to be welcome to them. And it sure seems like they're all in. And, you know, Rodgers, who everybody was afraid of, like he told them, was like, all right, you guys ready for that first walk? So that just tells you they're all in. And one of my favorite yeah. things about the whole episode, throughout the whole episode that resonated, was how much this team is different with Aaron Rodgers. How their confidence oh, is higher, how much they love this guy, how much of a leader he is. Like, I never heard any of this stuff when he was in Green Bay. 
I don't know if just Green Bay Media doesn't put it out there, but this yeah. guy seems awesome. Like, I don't understand. This team loves him. Everybody on this team does. It was it was one of my favorite things, and I get that's, you know, if you're going to start the show, start it big. Talk about Aaron Rodgers a lot. But, yeah, the team buying into him was, was pretty awesome, I thought. Well, and you got the uh, – I don't know the defensive players as well as you, but those uh, there were a couple defensive guys talking about Rodgers, and they're like, well, he's nothing like what we see on TV or read about. Like, he's funny. He's really nice. And, like, we love this guy. Like, it, it was awesome to hear the team talking about Aaron Rodgers and just um, – you got to actually, like, like you said, watch him mentor people. Like you saw him helping Zach Wilson, mentoring him, yep. even during that Hall of Fame football game, which I'm sure we'll get to later. But he's wearing the headset and talking to him and telling him about stuff. And so getting to see that side of Rodgers, I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. I don't know why Green Bay never showcased this fun, loving side of Rodgers. They just always seemed like they wanted to crap on the guy. Yeah, that was uh, Al Harris who uh, grabbed that boom mic and said, yeah. <laughs> basically told the media off, like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, it was awesome. Well, another one of my favorite moments was early on when the offense beat the defense to finish the practice out, and the defense had to do push-ups, and Garrett Wilson just walking by them and talking all kinds of smack <laughs> to them was so funny. That was great. Oh, it was awesome. And, and I loved that moment, though, because... At the same token, the defense is like, we got beat. We got to do push-ups. But at the same time, they're like, we got we got Aaron Rodgers. We'll do push-ups yeah. daily if they we went, have to. Like, <laughs> They went right into their uh, defensive meeting room, and they were going over that play, how they got beat. And uh, Coach Albrecht, the defensive coordinator, was like, this is the only guy in the league that can make this throw, guys. Yeah. Look at this. This, is the guy, this guy's on our team. Think about that. We're going to be in every yeah. game. Every game we're in it because this guy's on our team, and the defense was just pumped. Like they were, oh, they watched that play over and over, and they were just in awe because it, they defended it perfectly. But it was just one of those throws that only probably him and Mahomes and maybe Burrow can make. That's probably about it. Yeah, uh, yeah that was awesome. Loved Garrett Wilson and Sauce lining up against each other every day. Iron sharpens iron. Iron can't be more true than that matchup. Those guys are just going to make each other great for years. What was so awesome about this episode? Because I know it was, they talked a lot with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was a focal point, but they also highlighted some of these other stars. And that's the rookies of the year. Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner. I loved getting that one-on-one time with Garrett Wilson to to kind of relate with him, uh, talk, hear him talk, hear hear the things that he's been going through, um, the, the crazy whirlwind of winning Rookie of the Year, um, what, how he practices, like just listening to him talk, I was like, man, I like this guy. And then they roll over to Sauce Gardner, and this guy went and graduated college in the offseason. Like, what in the world? I, uh, how come that's not getting talked about even more? I, I don't get how that has not been blasted from the media. Like, look what look what this young, talented guy did because his mom wanted him to. Well, mm-hmm. mom, it, it was it was another box to check is, is what he said. And his mom was 
really wanted him to do it. So he went back to college and finished it, got to graduate, walk with them. They showed all that, and you're like, man, these two guys are so cool. And then they pin them against each other in the episode. And, oh, man, that was electric watching those guys battle because they are just awesome. Garrett would win, and then Sauce would go out there and just shut them down. And, I mean, it was just fun to watch. I mean, I just keep thinking about how good those two are going to make each other because that's the best corner. I mean, Sauce, to me, is the best corner in the league, and that's Garrett, and Garrett Wilson's probably one of the top 10 wide receivers. So, yeah, I mean, just thinking about the matchups they'll have throughout the year. They're not. They're probably not going to face anybody harder than each other, and they get to do it every day in practice. Just awesome. Um, and and the way they talked about each other, though, like Garrett's not talking bad about Sauce. Sauce is not talking bad about Garrett. They're excited to go against each other. They want to. That's yeah, one just, thing. I, it was chill. It really was chill. That was fun. Yeah. One thing Rogers is bringing to that team that is very awesome is he's making everybody communicate with each other. Where, for instance, uh, if he, so if Rogers is in the backfield or whoever, and they like complete a pass or do something really good, but he sees what the defense is doing wrong, he will go talk to that defense or make the wide receiver talk to that defender or make the lineman talk to that defensive lineman saying, hey, this is why I beat you. This is what you need to do when this happens. And that is just that kind of communication on a team because a lot of times you don't have that because you, the offense and defense want to beat each other all the time. So they won't give each other all those pointers, but he knows it's bigger than that. So he's bringing everybody together and making them talk, which is awesome. Yep, that Um, was awesome. I loved how Robert Sala on the sidelines was talking about Rodgers making all those throws and how pumped he was. And yeah, <laughs> you, you know, you think about the guy, if he didn't get Rodgers this year, he's, he's definitely on the chopping block, right? He started out so good last year. They didn't make the playoffs. It was looking dismal for him because who, who's going to be his quarterback. If he doesn't have Rodgers, he's got to go with another veteran washed up quarterback again, bringing in with Zach Wilson. And that's probably the end of his era. So, mm. and he gets, Hall of Fame, one of the best quarterbacks of all time to fall in his lap, Aaron Rodgers. So, Yeah, it, it was pretty funny. I think it was towards the beginning when Sala was talking with the media, but he's like, eh, it's the best quarterback I've ever had. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> now, when they did the uh, celebrity cameos, when they showed Jason Garrett, Tiki Barber, my main man, oh, yeah, yeah. Martin, and uh, Method Man, who got Method break, man. break him down with the Bill Parcells <laughs> quote, but my favorite by far was the voice, which I didn't even know was the voice until last night. The voice of I had no idea. Liv, Liv Schreiber <laughs> coming in in a helicopter <laughs> because it was cool, <laughs> and him and him and Rogers talking in, on the sideline. That was one of my favorite things about the whole episode was him. Oh, it was so funny how they how they played that up. But it was Rogers' own doing. So. The Jets weren't, when it was announced they were going to be hard knocks, they weren't super thrilled. And even Rodgers, in his first interview, he's like, well, I'm not really looking forward to doing hard knocks, but uh, I do want to meet the uh, the voice. Uh, he kept calling it, what, the voice of God? The voice of uh, God, the, yeah. Yeah, the, the voice of God, the one who the one who narrates the episodes. I really want to meet him. 
So they flew him in on a helicopter. <laughs> and what? And then Liv Schreiber is literally narrow, narrating himself walking to Rogers. It was so awesome. I should have ironed my shirt, he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Rogers was, he was pumped. And I had no idea it was him when I saw him walking. I was like, that's not, I. that voice is not Liv Schreiber. And sure enough, it was. And he even comments, my own mother doesn't even think that's me because it doesn't sound like me when I'm doing my narrator voice. But I, I loved that relationship. Yeah. It was so funny. I still didn't believe it. I had to look it up online just to make sure that it was actually him. <laughs> I keep thinking, Wolverine's brother is the narrator of this? <laughs> I'm like, the guy from Scream? Like, what are you, what yeah. are you talking about? It's, oh, it's so funny, but... Uh, it, People like you and me, I just remember Liv Schreiber from movies like Scream, Wolverine's brother. Like, that's where I remember him. And I haven't seen him in forever. I had no idea he was doing this. That's so cool. Well, he did that one show on... What was that show? Showtime. He did? Showtime. Um, yeah. yeah. I never I watched it. The name, name of it was. Super popular show. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the Hall of Fame game. Oh. And before we get to the game part, I loved how excited and surprised Rogers was on the sideline when Demarcus Ware started singing the national yeah. anthem. <laughs> Is he about to sing? Is he going? He's singing, and then at the end, he's like, "Wow!" Yeah, <laughs> that, was that was pretty cool. Him and Sauce Gardner—they uh, were, you know, greeting all the Hall of Famers, and Sauce, you know, greeted Revis, and then Rogers greeted him. And he said, "That's." So that's going to be you one day. And then Sauce, <laughs> Sauce was so nervous when he was talking. He said he was going to, he wanted to play for 40 years. <laughs> then he messed yeah. up, tried to correct he himself was... and said, and Roger's like, oh, that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I love the humor that, um, that Rogers has brought to the team. Even before we get to the hall of fame game, um, I also loved looking at the humor and the relationship between him and Nathaniel Hackett. Um, oh, yeah. Really enjoyed, that. really enjoyed the Nathaniel Hackett. And I loved that they didn't shy away from the Sean Payton and Nathaniel Hackett controversy. Um, now, have you, cool seen, to, have you seen that quote Rogers had before last night? I had only read it. I had never seen him deliver it. So I, I really enjoyed getting to hear him, you know, yeah, he was fired keep up. my coach, keep my coach's name out of your mouth. Cause yeah. we all know he, we all know he wanted to drop an F bomb in that too, but he held it together for the media. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I loved that, but it was funny when they were, when Hackett and him, they were playing that game, they were throwing the football <laughs> the off pylon, the pylon and, uh, Hackett was about to throw, and someone yelled, "Sean Payton!" <laughs> trying to, that was Rogers. Trying to make, yeah, trying to make a miss. Oh, that was so funny. Because they 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 play a what they do is they play a pylon game where they throw a football across from the end zone. You got to hit the pylon to win. But they do like bas basketball, the movie basketball yeah, style, yeah, where you yeah. can psych each other out. <laughs> so the psych out to Rogers to him was <laughs> Sean Payton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nathaniel uh -oh, Hackett was, was naked. Nathaniel Hackett was funny too. He goes naked clowns. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just so funny uh, watching their relationship. And Hackett's more of a goofball than even Rogers. Um, as far, he's quoting movies, um, but 
I loved getting to see that side of him because we all know last year with the Broncos did not go well. It did seem like it was really bad. Um, but it was really cool to see this side of Hackett. I loved his goatee. He looked tougher. Um, instead of uh, the complete shaved face like he was last year, he has this nice go- um, goatee. The hair on his face helps. And having Rogers talk about like, dude, this guy's always on. He is just pumped up. And people think it's fake at first. And then you realize day after day, no, this is just Nathaniel. This is how he is. He is pumped up. He's excited to be here. And he excites the offense and the guys. And you can see it. He is a fantastic offensive coach. So uh, I don't know what happened in Denver last year. All I know is he looks like he's in his zone. And Rodgers looks happy as can be, too. It was awesome. Some people just aren't meant to be head coaches. And and it's it sounds like Denver, from what Sean Payton is saying, needs more of an authoritative like your way oh, yeah. or highway, Nathaniel Hackett, as you can see last night, is a player's coach. He, he is. wants to be your buddy. He wants to get you involved in ideas, like kind of like Andy Reid is with the offense. And yep. Sean Payton is more of a rule with an iron fist type of guy. And when you have Russell Wilson as a quarterback, who brings in entourages and makes makes it so he has his own office, and Hackett's not going to tell him no, but Sean Payton tells him no. So yep. I think that just wasn't a good mesh with what they had. There in Denver, yeah, it, and I don't know why Peyton decided to talk bad about Hackett. That was just I can't still mind blowing to me that 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 he did. He's been in the NFL for how many years now, Ryan? Like between his assistant yeah. coaching days and as a head coach, like <clears throat> that was dumb. I, I don't know why he did it. It was just dumb. But he yeah. lit a fire under the Jets, and I think it's going to show. Oh, week five! I can't wait. Can't wait. So oh. the Hall of Fame game, you know, yeah. Zach, will, all the. The backup started. Uh, Zach Wilson started. Rodgers got to call the big 50-plus yard pass in his ear. That was so cool to see. And they showed it. Hit Malik. They, you could hear Show, it. Throw it to Malik. Throw it to Malik. Sure enough. <laughs> yep. And then uh, <laughs> in the halftime, Zach Wilson eating a Crustable. In, <laughs> which those are great, by the way, if you've never had one. If you put them in the fridge or get them cool. They're really good. It's just basically a peanut butter and jelly sandwich you can buy frozen. Yeah, yeah, you, buy them frozen. Yep, and there's no crust on it. You just eat it. It's pretty awesome. But uh, I loved I loved Zach Wilson accepting his role. Um, yep. Really grateful that he gets to be in this position where he can. He he knew he needed to step back. He knew it was bigger than him. And and how Rogers is like. It's almost like a movie montage of like if you go to Rocky two. Rocky Three, when Apollo's training uh, Sylvester Stallone, just constant. Like every time you see him, he's giving him advice. They're doing something, and that's that's what you saw last night. Even yep. when they're 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 jogging or doing drills or stretching, he's always explaining different things to him what he could do better. And you could, I know a lot of people couldn't tell, but me watching the Jets all last year, I could tell just in that game the way he could read a defense and he went through his progressions it was already way better than last year so very excited for that yeah um i mean the the jets did not end up winning that game but i mean at some point they're i, I don't even at some point you're playing the third string guys third fourth string, string guys, guys. yeah, yeah you're, you're trying to let as their many backups beat as possible. their backups so yeah. yeah um and so i mean going into halftime though when it was right the jets backup versus the browns backups the Jets clearly had the edge, and it, it was 
it was just fun to see the Jets having fun. Um, but Ryan, like I said, I was thinking of you the whole time because when I watched quarterback and the Chiefs were on and it was Patrick Mahomes, it was like one of the best feelings ever. <laughs> and so getting, I know I, I was pumped watching this episode. I can't imagine how pumped you were and how you felt like dude i want to watch it again fun. yeah it was just fun i'm like how why are they not releasing more i need more give me more like tonight but we gotta wait gotta wait till uh tuesday at uh what is it uh 10 10 p.m eastern time uh yeah yep yep um the only the only uh before we end the only couple of things that were surprising there's no mention of delvin cook um which they did uh, do a lot of recordings with him but yep. I'm assuming because he's not on the team, they don't want to disclose any of that. Yep. And just a, they didn't really get into any of the defense. Like you didn't hear hardly. Quinnen Williams is is hilarious, and they barely did anything with him. Uh, Michael Carter, their backup running back, he's a personality. They didn't do much with him. Yep. Uh, and C.J. Mosley, the 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 elder on the defense, all pro linebacker, they didn't do much with him either. So. Those will come in the next They're, episodes, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. They have plenty of time to get those guys worked in. I think they knocked episode one out of the park, though. Like, you, I'm drawn in. I'm hooked. I'm going to watch every episode now. Uh, because normally Hard Knocks does that. They, they they go to those players that don't get a lot of the recognition. And so I know it's coming. But, man, that episode one was just phenomenal. I agree. All right, cronies, that's it. We'll be here next week to talk about Hard Knocks Episode 2, so stay tuned. Till next time, peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on The Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at The Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.